Okay, my friends. So today we are reading. Oh, okay. We are reading a tricky book. P is for pterodactyl. That's right. P is for pterodactyl, the worst alphabet book ever. And it has a subtitle, and the subtitle says all the letters that misbehave and make words nearly impossible to pronounce. And this book was written by Raj Halder and Chris Carpenter, and the pictures are by Maria Tina Bedia. And my friends, oh, you've got to get this book. This book is a real humdinger. Did you know that there are some? There, mm-hmm. Well, you know, our, our cousin sent it to us. M- mommy's cousin sent it to us, and she thought you would really appreciate it. And you know what? You're about to. I know you. You're going to love this book. Me? You. And here's why. Did you know that there are some really wacky words that start with a silent letter? Most of the time, you could just ignore that pesky first letter and sound out the rest of the word, but be careful. There are other words in this book that don't follow the rules. So, as we're going to read, we're going to be able to look at the back of the book for some help with some of the most mischievous words. Most mischievous. Let's read it. Okay, get ready. A is for... Aisle. The bread aisle has not been cleaned in eons, and nine tiny beasts meet to have a feast. And in the picture, we do see there are some little critters there, but there's also a couple words that I don't know if you recognized. So the word aisle starts with an A even though it sounds like it might start with an I. Aisle, and that means any passage where people walk. It's usually in grocery stores or airplanes or movie theaters. And then I said the word eon. Do you know what that is? An eon is a very long period of time, like back when the dinosaurs lived or when you used to wear diapers. Mm. Yup. Yup. So, let's move on. If you, if you ever have a baby, you, you just look away while changing their diapers because I know it looks gross. Yeah, well, everybody poops. Okay, B, get this, is for delium. What? It's true. B is for delium because look at that. There's that B but it doesn't say anything. It's a very quiet B. The D says its name. We doubt anyone knows what delium is, but it's the only word dumb enough to begin with a silent B. Do you want to know what delium is? What? You don't want to know? You're not at all curious. I bet you are. Yeah, okay. So delium is a good smelling sticky resin made by a specific species of trees that grow in parts of Africa and Asia. And it's burned in incense in religious ceremonies around the world. Fascinating. Okay, now get ready for this one. C is for czar. 
Mm-hmm. The fascinating czar is secretly part Czech. Oh my goodness, that's a rough one. Do you know what a czar is? It's the title of a Russian ruler before 1917. It can also use, be used to describe any powerful person. After reading this book, you will be the czar of silent letters. And it's spelled with a C. C-Z-A-R. But you only pronounce the Z-A-R. Czar. Even though it has a C at the beginning of it. What a pesky thing. Okay. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> D is for Djibouti. Djibouti? Yeah, D, D is for Djibouti. The boat race begins when the handsome judge from Djibouti drops his handkerchief from the bridge. Now, there's a tiny nation in Africa called Djibouti. It's mostly desert, but the country is also home to Lake Assal, which is one of the saltiest bodies in, of water in the world. And there is, they are in Africa, in the desert, Djibouti, which starts with a D. E is for you. What? It's true. E is for you. Eileen the U was so euphoric when wolves were eaten. She even gave the eulogy. Oh, this is a tough one. Oh my goodness. How to explain these things. Thank you, cousin, for sending me this book. This is exceptional. Okay, so a U is a female sheep. Like the ones lost by Little Bo Peep, right? You. Euphoric is a feeling that is very happy or excited. Like if you go to a birthday party or you kick the winning game-winning goal in a soccer game. And a eulogy is a speech that is usually given at a funeral when someone has gone and they are no longer with us anymore. Okay. So this sheep, Eileen, She's a female sheep. She's a ewe. She was very happy that the wolves were eaten because now they will not eat her, I think. Who are Well, you know, the big bad wolves that walk around eating things like pigs and sheep. F is not for photo, phlegm, phooey, or phone. Even though you hear the F, F is also not for Philip, is it? F is only for photo when you speak fluent Spanish at home. Because here's a fun fact. In Spanish, the PH in words like photo in English are spelled with an F. So telephone in English, which has a PH in it, is telefono with an F. And even alpha bet which is spelled with a ph in english is spelled with an f alfabeto isn't that phenomenal which which starts with a ph here but not there um in fact yeah in fact if you lived in spain you would not be called philip you would be called felipe 
It's true. All right. Now, G is for gnocchi. Gnocchi. The gnome yells, Waiter, there's a bright white gnat nibbling on my gnocchi. Now, do you know what gnocchi is? It's a delicious little ball of dough that's boiled in water like a dumpling, and it's usually served in like a yummy sauce. It's an Italian food. Do you know what a gnome is? Oh, it's a little tiny make-believe creature that kind of looks like a little man, and he often wears a pointy hat. Some people think of them as like dwarves, too, like they're smaller than a dwarf. And now you know what a gnat is. They're like a small, it's like a small fly. Terribly obnoxious pest. All right. <clears throat> H is for air. That's right. The honest heir admits that herbalism isn't his cup of tea. An heir, E-H-E-I-R, an heir is the person who's next in line to inherit something such as a throne or a fortune, right? Like we had a queen in England who was, who was Queen Elizabeth and then she died and her son who was Prince Charles is now King Charles because he was her heir. Does that make sense? And where okay. is the king? Where is the king? He is now sitting on the throne. No, the old king. Oh, well, that's a complicated what thing to say. It? So Philip was her was the queen's husband, and he was a prince. Does that make sense? Okay. I is not for I. No. Because I for your eyeball is spelled E-Y-E. Mm-hmm. We asked the pirate if he has two eyes, and he said I-I. And now that's a totally different thing. That's spelled A-Y-E. If you're saying I for yes. Does that make sense? Shall I explain it a little bit better? No, you got it? Okay. Well, yeah. If you are saying I to something and you're meaning yes, you would say A-Y-E. If you are talking about the body part that's in your face that helps you see, it's spelled E-Y-E. And that is quite a bit to take in. All right. Shall we move on? Off we go. So, J is for Hylai. Uh huh. Juanita and Bjorn happily played Hylai before eating fajitas in Juarez. What? It's true. Hylai is a sport that started in Spain and is played by using a scoop to throw a ball against a wall. It's called the fastest sport in the world because ball speeds can reach up to 188 miles per hour. Watch out. Okay. K is for knight. The noble knight's knife nicked the knave's knee. Wow. That's a lot of... See, now, this is a tricky one because whenever you hear... Whenever you see the word knight, when you're talking about the person, the knight in shining armor, it's spelled K in I. Yeah, the, the, K, mm-hmm. the K makes the, the N, 
really strong. And the inn says, I'll take it. I don't think you need to say anything. I will say everything. And so the inn speaks up loudly and the K doesn't say anything at all. Because he's so scared of the Mm -hmm. And you can see it in night and you can see it in knife and you can see it in knave and you can say it in knee. Those all begin with K, but the K doesn't say anything. L is not for L. Uh Uh-huh. See, when I say L the second time, I'm spelling it E-L-L-E, like a person's name, like Ellie. An elephant named L rode the L train halfway to El Paso and dined on hearts of palm with her folks. Wow, that one's a rough one. El Paso, L train, and L the elephant. But they all start with E. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, are you ready for a new word that you have never heard? Or maybe you have heard, but you don't know what it means. Are you ready? M is for mnemonic. Mnemonic. Now, what is mnemonic? Do you have any idea? I'll tell you. It's a handy way of remembering something hard by connecting it to something easy. So the next time you need to remember something, try making it your own. For example, if you want to learn the names of the Great Lakes, well, their names are Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. But you could take the first letter of each one of those and it makes the word homes. So in order to remember the Great Lakes, remember the word homes. And you'll remember Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. Not now, Mr. M. But now Mr. M can't remember why. Oh, I see. He was trying to remember what the mnemonic order was. And he didn't remember why he wanted to know the Great Lakes. I don't blame him. Okay. Now this one is very funny. In is not for not. And why? Because this not is spelled with a K. K K-N-O-T. Like when you not, when you make a knot in your shoes or laces or something like that. In is for naughty children who will sing a solemn hymn when autumn comes to an end. Okay. O is for Ouija. Now that's something we don't have in our home, but some people think it's a game. And it says, the French leopard says, we would love to play Ouija with a wee witch from Oaxaca. And I think that's a very funny way of saying all those words start with O. And they were probably, when the person who wrote this was looking for O words, that's what they thought was the funniest. Do you know how to say yes in French? It is this. Listen carefully. We. Now, when you say it in English, you would think that maybe it starts with the W. But it doesn't. It is O-U-I. <laughs> Can you imagine? Now, P is for pterodactyl. Uh-huh. Now, why do you suppose that is? Any idea? The P is silent. 
That's correct. A pterodactyl is a huge flying dinosaur that lived a long time ago. And listen to what it says here. Tell me the psychic pterodactyl struggles with psoriasis. <laughs> His name is Telemy, but it starts with a P. Psychic, it also starts with a P. Pterodactyl starts with a P. And psoriasis starts with a P. But none of them make the P sound. Q is for Kanoa. Oh my goodness. Kanoa. That doesn't sound right. Quinoa. There you go. It, do you know what quinoa is? It's a food. It is. You're correct. You don't get that joke because you didn't watch that football commercial that was out a long time ago. Um, quinoa and quiche and keys and Qatar all start with a Q. But it's kind of hard to tell because it sounds like they're saying K's or maybe even C's, but they're not. And for those of you who don't know the reference that I just made, there was a commercial some time ago where there was a guy who was trying to make food for his girlfriend and he thought that she was giving him a burger, but it was made out of quinoa. And when he looked at the container, he said, quinoa? What is quinoa? And it was quinoa. Anyways, it's just spelled funny once again. So there it is. Queen, queenie, quinoa? Yeah, anyways. There it is, my friends. The cues are all funny. It is quinoa, it is a quiche, and there are so many words that don't sound like they should be spelled with the letters that they are. Now, R is not for R. Why is that? Can you tell me? Oh, friends, we are exploring. What? A R. Yeah, exactly. And what what word is that? R. Yes, but it's not it's not just the letter by itself, is it? Mm-hmm. In England, the Queen proclaims, We aren't saying the R's in butterfly, shark, or lizard. Mm. But you kind of do. Butterfly, shark, or lizard. I bet maybe she doesn't there. I don't know. S is for C's. What? It's true. S is for C's. Even though you may think that I'm just giving you the third letter of the alphabet. What is the C? It is spelled S-E-A-S. And it is another way of kind of saying ocean or a big body of water. C-C's swam through the debris in the sea to the imaginary isle of, the, of New Arkansas. <laughs> There's S's in Arkansas, too, but you won't hear them mentioned. You can't hear them out loud, can you? Yeah. All right. Now get ready for this one. This is... This one is not going to be easy. T is for tsunami. Wait, I 
think you already did this one. Well, it was on the back of the book. It's when you read it. The charging tsunami washed away all of Tchaikovsky's tchotchkes. Wow, that's a lot. Let me try to explain what those are. So the word tsunami is a very large wave in the ocean that is usually caused by an earthquake, and a tsunami can be even taller than a big building. It is a Japanese word. Okay. Now, Tchaikovsky was the last name of a famous classical musician from Russia. And you know some of his music because he has written something called The Nutcracker. And we listen to it at every Christmas. Now, tchotchkes, like Tchaikovsky and Tsunami, all begin with a T. Okay? Tchotchkes is a Yiddish word which um, is spoken at the Hebrew, right? Those are the, the people um, from Israel speak that. Um, and it means like an inexpensive souvenir or a trinket. Okay? Does that make sense? Okay. Why is not for you? I'm sorry, you is not for you. You is not for you. You would never have guessed that the wolf was disguised as the you. Oh my goodness. In this picture, who do we see? We see the picture that we saw earlier with the the female sheep, Eileen, who was giving the eulogy at the funeral of the three bad wolves and all the other sheep were listening to her. But, the- but it turns out she took off her sheep's clothing and she was a wolf underneath. And then all the other sheep had to run for it. Because you is not for you. Y-O-U is how you spell you in this case. And it does not start with the letter U. It starts with the letter Y. Who wrote this book? And why did they do that to me? Okay, V is for five. How romantic. And you want me to explain that one for you? Yeah. So the ancient Romans had an entirely different way of counting that used letters instead of numbers. And it sounds hard, but it's as easy as one, two, three. See, look, you may have noticed that Roman numerals are on clocks, like old clocks or watches even sometimes. And it looks like this. So if you just have one column, it's at the number one. Two is the number two. Three, of course, for three. But here's where things get interesting. The five is a V. So when you want to say four, you put one next to a V. Then if you want to say six, you put V with the one on the other side of the six. So a seven would be the V with two ones next to it. An eight would be the V with three ones next to it. A 10 is an X. So a nine is a one and then an X. You might need to write it down to see it, but it does make sense in the picture and I will take the picture and put it up so everyone can see. W is for Wren. The Wren wrapped the rabbit's gift in red, but forgot to write a note. Um, My friends, this is very confusing because I know that Wren sounds like it starts with an R. But it doesn't. It starts with a W. Just the same as wrapped 
starts with a W and right starts with a W, but you don't make the W sound. So you have to be very careful with that. X is for xylophone. Xavier's extra arm made him an exceptional xylophone player. Well, if you had an extra arm, you would probably be good at playing xylophone too. And you know what the xylophone is? Yes, yes, you had a you had to play one when you were little. Okay. Why is not for why. In this case, we're spelling Y, W-H-Y. <laughs> Let's find out. But Ives, who was wearing yellow shorts, yells, why is the Eiffel Tower upside down? And I would like to go on record for saying in the picture, he is not upside, the Eiffel Tower is not upside down. He is upside down, right? See, if we turn the book like this, we can see that he is upside down. He's doing what is known as a handstand. All right, and last but certainly not least, Z is for Zhivago. Good night, Zhivago the zebra. I've enjoyed our rendezvous. He's sleeping. Now, that's a very big word, Zhivago, right? But it's actually a Russian name and it means life. But most commonly, it's associated with a character from a book and a movie called Dr. Zhivago. And it's also the name of this uh, zebra. But zebra does have a Z sound in it, doesn't it? And Zhivago does not. And that, my friends, is our very helpful book on the alphabet. And it took me nearly a half an hour to read <laughs> because it was so confusing. But you gotta get it because we, when we first read it, we laughed and laughed and laughed because what are these words and why and how else can we use them? So that my friends is, say it with me, the end.